Aaron Rodgers is finally a New York Jet. It's a new day in New York. Right. Welcome. New day in New York football. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Blue versus Green show. This is Walter, and I am joined again by our what's up, y'all? And Jose. What's up, guys? What's up, y'all? This is a Green show today. We're we're not talking about anything blue. Um, All the graphics are green. All the graphics. Yeah. Are green. You know what I'm I saying? am colorblind to blue today. Let's talk about it. What's up? Let's get right to it. Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. Finally, after weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of speculation, weeks and weeks of leverage, weeks and weeks of second guessing, weeks and weeks of plan B's, plan C's, batting down the hatches, like everything that you can think of. But finally, the Jets have gotten their quarterback. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about real quick what the trade was and then react to what the trade will be and what it is. Uh, so the Jets receive, and y'all can look on the Instagram page to find out more information, the Blue versus Green show. Jets receive Aaron Rodgers, of course, the centerpiece of this deal. Uh, 2023 Packers first round pick, the number 15 pick. Uh, the 2023 Packers fifth round pick, which is pick number 170. And the, the Green Bay Packers receive the 2023 Jets first round pick. They traded up to get number 13, two spots. Uh, the 2023 Jets second round pick. Uh, which is number 42, the 2023 Jets sixth round pick, which is number 207. And most interestingly, I think of all, uh, is the 2024 Jets conditional pick. Walter, why don't you tell us what the conditions are really quickly around that 2024 pick? So the the 2024 pick basically comes down to this. It's a performance type uh, of a pick. Um, It's really based on the fact that we are unsure of whether Aaron Rodgers will be, well, well, first of all, will he'll be healthy, but this is, this is more of a, a, um, an insurance by the Jets and Joe D to make sure that Aaron Rodgers plays a full season this, this coming year. So basically what it boils down to, if Aaron Rodgers plays less than 65% of the snaps in 2023 then they get a the Packers get a second round pick if Aaron Rodgers plays a full season that pick now becomes a first so I mean listen at the end of the day um my feeling is this that first if Aaron Rodgers plays mm-hmm. it best is high 20s late 30s what 30 31 32 if that happens then you know what mm-hmm. I gladly give that pick up. That is that is non-issue for me. Um, As a second-round pick, yeah. Yeah, and, and even if it's a first-round pick, because the first-round pick, if Aaron Rodgers plays the way that we believe he's going to play, then the Jets are going to be picking way late in the first round. So That's the hope. Yeah, that's the hope for 2024, that we will maybe break the rules and not even pick in the first round because we'll win the Super Bowl so badly. Um, I mean, I guess, you, have you been watching Ted Lasso recently? I know this is a bit of a tangent, but I have to make this comparison. Have you seen any of this season of Ted Lasso? I'm going to try to. Are you speaking about Zava? Yes, I am. He cannot pull a Zava. When so I- the, spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah. alert for those who haven't seen Ted Lasso this season. Lasso. But Yes. Ted Lasso rules. 
and Aaron Rodgers is not allowed to pull a Zava or the Jets do not have to give up that 2024 conditional pick. So what do we think about this? Uh, I will go first. It's still the same bittersweet feeling, I guess, right? Um, I don't know how most Jets fans will feel about this. Jets Twitter, Jets social media is going insane, obviously. Like, it's, it's broken right now how excited Jets fans are. Uh, it's sort of like the Knicks fans – uh, from a couple of nights ago, watching the Knicks actually do some damage in the playoffs and maybe get ready to eliminate the Cavs. But that's hey, a whole other sport. New York, go ahead. Maybe. Yeah, New York is freaking the Yankees are going to do really well this season. I mean, you know, Garrett Cole is doing amazing, and the Rangers are doing really solid right now, too. But, but we're talking about Aaron Rodgers today, right? That's the thing that we're talking about. And like I said, after that quick tangent, that Zava tangent, and all of that, it's a bittersweet feeling because we've seen this before as Jets fans. We have literally seen almost the exact same situation. I would say that Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback at his age than Brett Favre was at his age. I think he was he's a better quarterback overall, even though Brett Favre is a legendary Hall of Fame quarterback. I think Aaron Rodgers has a better career. So you look at that and you get excited. We talked about this earlier. We were talking offline with Gabe about it. Uh, The Jets got off to a really great start when they got Brett Favre many, 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 many years ago, many moons ago from the Packers. Eight and three start, I think. And then he got injured. The risk of age. Aaron Rodgers is 39 years old. I don't know. Is he going to still be 39 when the season starts? I'm not sure. But 39, 40, it's kind of all the same. Uh, he had a rough season. It was because of injury. We know that it was because his thumb wasn't hundred percent. That is a huge factor for a quarterback, obviously. Uh, but at the same time, we saw what happened when Tom Brady tried to do his last hurrah as well. His second hurrah after not quite succeeding at his goal of winning that second Super Bowl on the Buccaneers. You know, so go ahead. Yeah. It's funny that you're saying that because um, I don't, I don't know if you follow them on Instagram, but there's a, there's a an account called the 33rd team. And I don't think so. No, what's up? They posted a, a similar, the, the, the literal post is called wild similarities between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And what you're saying is even deeper than that because I'm just going to look real quick. Okay. Super Bowl at the age of 27. At yeah. Their age, 27, right? Mm-hmm. They were both traded to the Jets after 15 years, being in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Both players' final game as a Packer was a loss at Lambeau Field. Both quarterbacks went two and six in their final six games as a Packer. Both of them or, got yeah. hurt and replaced in their first round game. And a loss to an NFC team. Mm-hmm. And both mm-hmm. players won multiple MVPs as Packers. So the similarities are ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Do we know how old Favre was when he went to the Jets? He was a little bit younger, I think, right, than, than Aaron Rodgers will be now. Let me see that here. Uh, but you, you also have to yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Want to be here. Favre wanted to go to Minnesota. He came here. And he did. <laughs> yeah, he did right afterwards, right? He spent have we heard? And that was it. Have we heard any rumblings of, of uh, Aaron Rodgers wanting to go to Minnesota or anything like that? I, I haven't heard any underground stuff like that or wanted to go to some other random team I think that's, to uh, 
the Giants. Yeah, I think that's where the similarity ends between uh, Favre and, and Aaron Rodgers. Favre didn't want to be here. Rodgers intends on being here. So Yeah, it's- that's his very, very deep intention after 95% retirement. Uh, Brett Favre was 38 years old when he went to the Jets. So about the same thing, a little bit younger. I think Rodgers is a little healthier than Brett Favre was when he came to the Jets. Well, I think that's that's just a function of how these these NFL players take care of their bodies nowadays, you know. Rule changes as well. Quarterbacks are a lot more protected than Brett Favre and his generation were back then. So, yeah, that's a consequence of that. That's why you, that's part of the reason why you see a Tom Brady playing until this this age and being successful, Aaron Rodgers being successful until this age. You didn't used to see the quarterbacks stay successful until this age because if they got hit by a 300-pound defensive lineman at full force without any kind of, uh, let's say, rule controls, they would die. Anyways, now you, ha- you, you have to sing a lullaby before you, you tackle a quarterback, um, before you sack a quarterback in the NFL. But that's beside the point, okay? That's, that's to, our, to our advantage, obviously, as Jets fans in, inheriting this older quarterback. Um, so, again, it's bittersweet, but at the same time, I was watching ESPN just a, a, a few minutes before we got on here, and Dan Orlovsky was talking about what this does, the impact that this has for the Jets. And if you get an Aaron Rodgers at, I'm going to give an arbitrary number here, but if you get 85% of what Aaron Rodgers is capable of for the Jets next season, this is what Dan Orlovsky said. He said there are three teams in the AFC that are at the top tier, and I'm paraphrasing here, of course, the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Bills. I think we all know that as, as football fans. Those are the teams to be probably in the entire NFL, if you really think about it, right? There's a couple of teams in the NFC that really stand out, but the AFC is the power conference right now in, in football, especially with quarterbacks. But according to Orlovsky, that puts the Jets right as the number four team on that top tier. And as a Jets fan, as a football fan, ob- objectively, well, you have to agree. If you get 85% of what Aaron Rodgers is capable of on this Jets defense, that was the number four defense in the league last year, a young team with some great new weapons. Again, we still have to talk about, you know, getting some help on the offensive line, the defensive line, some, some help uh, for linebacker safeties. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago about how we can address these things in the draft. Uh, we're going to probably need to get it back up for Beckton. This is something that they were talking about as well because he's great, but he's, he's Rogers' blind side and he has an injury history. So we need somebody on that blind side to make sure that if Beckton goes down, Rogers is okay. Our 39-year-old quarterback, 40 probably by the end of the season. Right. So, yes, in a nutshell – and I'll turn it over to you. It's bittersweet because of all of those reasons that I just listed right now. Right. And, and just to kind of bounce off of what, what you were saying and, and Dan Olofsky and stuff like that, um, the, the whole notion that if we get 85% of Aaron Rodgers, listen, we were 5-2 we were and two with Zach Wilson last year. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. So, so, He's about 5% of Aaron Rodgers if we want to quantify it. Exactly. So the, the whole point is that, you know, <laughs> We were we were literally just average quarterback play from going to the playoffs. So we don't need Aaron Rodgers of, you know, five years ago. We don't need him even from two or three years ago when he was winning his MVPs. We need him to be – we know that he's older. That's mm-hmm. all we need to be. Think about this. 
Garrett Wilson had an 1,100-yard receiving, you know, season. <laughs> his quarterbacks being Zach Wilson, yeah, White, Joe Flacco, Traveler. It's Traveler, yeah. That looks like with Aaron Rodgers here. So, yeah. you know, Aaron Rodgers. Everything looks amazing. And you have to have a healthy team, of course. You have to have Brees Hall staying healthy, everybody staying healthy, because that's when the team kind of started to go downhill. It wasn't when our quarterback play suffered. It was when our, our core players on offense and defense started to get hurt, right? Specifically, AVT and Brees Hall. When, yes. When they went down. Literally, that's when the team went down also. But like said, mm-hmm. all we need is for Aaron Rodgers to be Aaron. He doesn't have to be full Aaron Rodgers. He just <laughs> Aaron. You know and that should be enough for to us. Be to be A.A. Ron. That's fine. Um, and, and in terms of the deal, I, I have to say this. It's more than I expected. But if you really, really look at it deep, it's not that much for what we're getting for Aaron because not really. You know, we're giving our thirteenth pick, but basically that's just a swap. We're just moving. We're moving down two spots, right? So at the end of the day, it, we're still basically the same thing. The second round pick that we got, we got from from trading Elijah Moore. So again, that wasn't our pick. We still retain our second round pick mm-hmm. at five, okay? Which we're still going to get a great player. Um, we lose our two hundred and seventh pick. And we actually move up to 170. We go mm-hmm. from having a six-round pick. We don't have one this year. We end up getting two fifth-round picks because of the additional. And I think we may ha- we may have had one additional. So it could be the two or three fifth-round picks. At the end of the day, you know the compensation. I think Joe Douglas did a fantastic job in in, in putting this deal together. Right. I look at it this way. It, you, you still have a first round pick. You still have a chance to get an impact to franchise player, which we're hoping is an offensive lineman that can work out for the Jets for the foreseeable future, the next five to seven years. Let's talk about maybe hopefully. And then you still have enough picks to fill some roles where you don't need a superstar, but you need a consistent player whose best ability is availability in a lot of cases. Right. So we still have a chance to make an impact in the draft in just about the same way that we would have before this entire trade took place. And we don't really do much to our 2024 draft other than that conditional pick. And and you got to imagine if we do well, again, like you said, we're not going to care what the hell that pick is. And we will have already drafted pretty well this past season, most likely if that's the case. So it's, it's probably a win-win for both teams. Yeah. I would say, uh, you know, I don't think it really matters whether, I mean, unless, actually, it's not a win if the Jets have to give up the conditional pick because that means Aaron Rodgers was a bust, right, or was injured. So mm-hmm. then that's when we're going to look at it and say it was an absolute easy loss for the Jets. But otherwise, it, it seems like it's a fairly even trade for both teams, and Jordan Love gets to highlight what he's going to do, and the Packers get to make some moves in the draft as well to, to work on some of the things that they needed. Talk is that they're going to use that that slight bump in the draft to get a wide receiver, which is something they need. Yeah. So, which something that, that they haven't done since Aaron Rodgers was there, which which is kind yeah. of ironic because they've never drafted a wide receiver first round while Aaron Rodgers was there. <laughs> now they need one. Now they're getting one, so it's it's kind of ironic at that. Um, it's funny because I I've been on Twitter and Packers Twitter is kind of like 
very subdued right now. Mm. <laughs> you know, they were they were going crazy in terms of you know their their trade, all the the Twitter GMs on the Packard side and stuff like that. And now all of a sudden, you know, uh, we're showing receipts. You know, like guys were saying, oh, we have to get at least Russell Wilson compensation. Uh, you kind of didn't. So mm. Um, mm. Um, not going to happen. Right. So they can blame Aaron Rodgers for a lot of that. Honestly, they, I really think that they can. Yeah. But that's a whole other conversation for for sort of sabotaging some of the value or changing some of the ways in which Green Bay had to approach this trade. Yeah. And I do like the fact that we, we did this before the draft. Thank God. Because that would have been an utter, utter circus. You know, it, it gives it time to breathe on its own. And then when we get into the draft on Thursday, it's just straight. Let's focus on who we need to get instead of all of these ancillary things. Um, and I listen, I'm excited. You know, it, it's funny because at the very beginning, when we first started this Aaron Rodgers saga, I'll be the first to admit I was worried about him coming here. I am super stoked, you know. So um, less bittersweet for you than it is for me. Is that what we would we would call it? Yeah, I guess so because you know, yeah, uh, you know, I, I really did like Derek Carr, but you know what? As as you think about this, this actually mm-hmm. towards the the Jets' benefit and um, Zach Wilson. If you're listening, um, I, I'd like to see how you're going to give hell to that quarterback in training camp this this uh, <laughs> year. You know. you know what though? You know what? I, I'm gonna actually take a different tack with Zach Wilson on this one, and I'm not gonna make fun of him. I'm gonna have some positivity here. No, and, so and I and you know me, I've been a Zach Truther from the beginning. So I think yeah. it's a great thing for him if the Jets do decide to keep him. I mean, from from like one of the first couple of games of the season, you know, I was I was also basically saying like this kid isn't gonna cut it, and he just proved it more and more every game, and then he had his meltdown and then Things looked a little different after that meltdown, at least in terms of maturity, maybe not so much on the field. Here's why I have a little bit of optimism. They say you should never meet your heroes. In this case, maybe it'll be useful for Zach Wilson because we know we've talked about it on the show before. His hero is Aaron freaking Rodgers. So this is the quarterback that he looked up to. This is the quarterback that he probably modeled aspects of his game after. So I think that we're we're going to get a good idea of the potential of having Aaron Rodgers as a mentor to Zach Wilson's mentee this very season when we watch Jordan Love play because it's there's a lot of what you hear and there's no confirmation there's a lot of what you hear is that that Aaron Rodgers really didn't like that mentor role very much and he just was kind of trying to brush it aside and was always very upset of the idea that they wanted to replace him mm-hmm. well now it's kind of he's coming to the Jets with the understanding that you're going to get maybe two years. You know this. OK, he could throw a tantrum again. He certainly could do that and get upset about the idea of Zach Wilson or anybody else replacing him in a year or two, even though we know he's going to fucking retire. But best case scenario. And again, you'll see with Jordan Love's performance this year, how mature he is, what he does on that field. Again, based on what weapons he gets out there in the draft and elsewhere. You have to look at what weapons he has available as well. But you'll see the potential of uh, what an Aaron Rodgers mentor, Zach Wilson mentee relationship could be. So I'm going to go out with that sort of positivity, I guess. And maybe, just maybe, this could be one of the best things ever to happen to the Jets. 
Exactly. Maybe. Or one of the worst. It's like you said, it is a different situation because you know what? Jordan Love was brought specifically to replace Aaron Rodgers. Aaron mm -hmm. Rodgers coming into a situation where he knows himself he's probably going to be here for only one or two years. And Gunslinger. Right, exactly. And the other thing is that um, not only does Zach idolize Rodgers, but they do have a relationship. They do talk to each other. They do talk That's true. And so, you know, so he likes him. <laughs> exactly. Rogers does like Zach Wilson as a person. And so there is that where it's like, okay, let's talk about this kid. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's yeah. sit down and let's go through what I see so that you can do it going forward. Now, <laughs> maybe Zach isn't here three years from now. Maybe not. But at the very least, this is an opportunity for Zach to learn and become a better player because of it. So whether it's with the Jets, whether it's not, this is a really, really good opportunity. Let's see how mature Zach is if he's going to take it and run with that. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see, definitely. It might be a positive, too. Last thing that I, I will say, and then we should probably wrap up, uh, is this is a positive thing perception-wise for the Jets, too, even if – Zach Wilson isn't the quarterback in a few years. If Aaron Rodgers does pretty well with this new young team that we have. This also helps them next year. Yeah, well, I'm saying we can possibly, you know, in two or three years, if we need a quarterback, there's a lot more opportunity to to lure one here with the team that we have. And if we show some some modicum of success with Aaron Rodgers, some other quarterback might say, you know what, I can do better than Aaron Rodgers and want to come to the Jets and prove it. We'll, we'll yeah. see. I just got chills. I just got chills. <laughs> you know? So, listen, listen. It's a new day dawning over in uh over in Florham Park. It really, really is. And, and let's just let's just hope. Let's just hope that this is the start of something really, really good with the Jets. Because let me tell you something. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. So, praise ye Aaron. Praise Jesus. Of Wisconsin, <laughs> All bring right. us the Super Bowl. So on that note, um, we're we're gonna wrap things up. Uh, just want to let everybody know that we will be at MetLife Stadium on Thursday for the NFL Draft. Um, we're going to shoot some videos and we're going to present that on our main podcast. It's gonna be probably we're gonna probably record it on Sunday, right? I think that's the the plan. So, yeah. Um, it's gonna. It's either gonna be Sunday or Monday. That's our next. Uh, our next show, and we'll have some clips from the draft, uh, the draft party over at MetLife, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, let's see what Trader Joe does during the draft, because uh, he's unpredictable. So you never know what's gonna come out of that. But well, I'm. I won't be there, unfortunately. But if I can tune in somehow, I'll. I'll, I'll try to make an appearance on Thursday. We'll see what happens. There you go. All right, so everybody, remember, if you're on YouTube, uh, hit that notification button and subscribe. And if you're listening to this on, uh, what would you call that? iTunes, right? Uh, iTunes. iTunes. Rate, review, Apple. subscribe, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're out there somewhere. So whatever podcast <laughs> you use, just find us and, you know, you'll hear this thing. So. We're on all of them. It's not that confusing, people. Just look for us. We love you.
Exactly. It's a, and it's an easy enough name. It's the Blue versus Green show. You can't miss yeah. it. It's yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I, so, um, until next time, go Giants. Go Giants, I guess. Hey. Go Jets. J E T S. Jets. 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 Jets.